Hello, everybody. Welcome to Singapore Leo's podcast, a lifestyle podcast covering everything under the sun happening on this big blue ball of ours. So hang back, relax, because here we go. It's been a while since I last uh, recorded a podcast podcast. And that has been to, to, because of a um, multitude of factors. But I'm glad to be back. Um, but uh, it's a somber occasion, sadly. Um, the global number of coronavirus cases has exceeded um, three and a half million worldwide. Um, with the number of deaths in the U.S. spiraling out of control as well. But there seems to be some light at the end of the tunnel, so to speak because some countries are now beginning to um, ease the lockdowns and, and letting some people out. Um, in my home here in Singapore, Singapore um, four weeks ago enacted strict um, excursion rules, ex- strict rules which inhibited exter- solo, uh, and com- uh, solo excursions outside uh, or group excursions outside. They're going to be lifting those some of those very inhibitive restrictions, which is a good thing, I think. And I think this is going to um, ease our way back to the new normal, whatever that new normal is. I mean, I was, we were thinking about, I was, there's a lot of talk going around about things coming back to normal. I just wanted to state this right out of the bat. Things are never going to go back to what we used to call normal. I mean, I remember... Um, uh, I mean, the scenes of people mingling around, um, uh, buses full, subways full, that is not going to happen anytime soon. Not unless there is a tested vaccine uh, in play. And um, in term, and politically, it's going to be difficult as well because people are going to try to, countries uh, which have elections coming up, namely the U.S., this has become a very hot button issue, and the current administration, um, which, to best be very honest, <laughs> any administration, whether of any political affiliation in the U.S., would have found it very difficult to um, to manage this issue, given the unique chemistry of the U.S. political system, the U.S. medical system. Uh, the various states and the sheer size of the continental United States. So, but 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 the reason why I'm mentioning the U.S. in particular is because they're going to use this to sledgehammer China, and that is going to even more so than they have been doing before. I mean, before it was purely economic, uh, you know, blocking Huawei um, and, and and arguing that it's uh, it's technology spies on people. I mean, never mind the fact that the NSA. And the Five Eyes agencies, they spy on everybody all the time. That is what states do. I mean, if you use any form of technology, chances are that you are open to exploitation, whether by a solo nefarious actor, a group nefarious actor, or a um, nefarious or a state actor. That is just the way technology is designed. Some door, some some back doors are intentionally not patched some are intentionally designed that is how it works i mean i use technology with that in mind now with that said of course there's a political motivation behind um this 
war of words with China and these tariffs and everything, and that is to contain the rise of the new superpower. That is usually how it works. The old superpower tries to inhibit and throw rocks at the new one. That is inevitable, and, and but that is not what I'm here to talk about today. The reason why I brought up the U.S. and the scapegoating and the blaming which is happening by this administration on China is because of the political ramifications. Um, some Trump is going to make somebody pay a price for this, and um, Trump and his administration, it seems, are laser-focused on China, rightly or wrongly. Um, and then that is going to stir up a honey's hornet's nest in this area, in this region, and and then that does not bode very well for the future. Uh, now, in terms of another news, uh, I think Boris Johnson. I was about to say Boris Yeltsin. Oh, I'm bad. Boris Johnson um, took the helm of his government again, and he had a baby. So congratulations to Boris. I think that is um, hopefully the mother and. The child are safe, and so is the father. I don't necessarily agree with everything Boris says, but as a as a human being, one can only root for his safe health and so of his families and for everybody else listening. Now, I think this virus is this virus. And before I continue, um, a couple of years ago, when the MERS virus hit, I was in the Middle East, and my boss at the time and I. We're having a discussion, and we had a wager. The wager was that this pandemic, that pandemic, the MERS, Middle East Respiratory Syndrome, um, which is also a SARS, which is also a um, um, type of a coronavirus. It's SARS, MERS. This is SARS, COVID. They're related uh, because they're all respiratory. Um, they are viruses which primarily attack the respiratory system, and then you know progress onwards from there. But um, I told my boss, I wagered with my boss that there are going to be more people dying, more pandemics inevitably coming because human beings are consuming uh, antibiotics at a incredible pace. We are changing the geology of the earth, the chemistry and the makeup of our atmosphere, and inevitably our internal uh, immune systems and our external environment are all changing and this is not going to bode well. We have lost connection and we have lost what the Hopi Indians called Kayanokatsi, which is balance with the universe, with, with our ecosystem, with the ecosystem which we inhabit. I've talked about this at length in my previous podcast, so I'll save you guys the preaching and the praying on this one today. But um, So that was the wager and lo and behold, um, here we are in 2020. And I can tell you this virus is not the only one. We're going to have many more viruses come our way. And what we can do is, I mean, we're not all Bill Gates. We don't have tons of money to spend on vaccines and inoculating ourselves. What we can do is strengthen our immune systems. That is one of the things that we can do, and you can search up the internet on how we can do that. But but the world is never going to be the same. Authoritarian regimes with an authoritarian authoritarian bend are going to use this crisis to further strength further their stranglehold on their societies, and in, and introduce draconian laws. I was just reading yesterday in India they're going to mandate that a COVID tracker app, proximity tracker app, oh, that is scary. 
Uh, I see that happening everywhere. I mean, Bill Gates passed, Bill Gates proposed, I'm sure in his mind rightly, a digital passport for people who have been vaccinated. Though the idea, I'm sure, is benevolent, but the use of his idea by governments is not going to be benevolent. It's going to be very malevolent. And that is, um, I'm sure, not lost on him. But, uh, you know, the, the way the the way the response by the various countries has been handled it is very very clear that this virus and its handling was um, um, screwed up by most world governments including the Chinese I mean I have to let bygones be bygones here the Chinese did screw up as any government screws up when they find out that there is possibly a new kind of virus they try to cover it up that is in my IMF practitioner of security and resilience, and that is the initial human tendency to sweep it under the rug. The organizations have to train themselves, have to have policies and governance in place, a mentality in place, a culture in place to avoid that kind of knee-jerk reaction. I am, that is understandable, and, and, and I'm sure people are going to be held liable in China for that. But regardless of the fa- initial failure of the Chinese government and the Chinese system, they did manage to contain the virus in a country of one billion. Even if the official numbers are deflated or, or are not accurate, um, the actual number of dead in the U.S. and Western Europe is many folds them more than that of China. So they do deserve credit. And the Western countries, um, uh, or every, everywhere else except China, they were slow to react. China bought them time, and they did not use that time properly, smartly. I was actually surprised, and I was talking to a family member, and I was telling her that they can invent drugs that can cure your impotence, but they can't come up with a retroviral drug that can beat off viruses intelligently. I don't know. Something is amiss in this. I don't want to get too cons- um uh, conspiratorial here, but um, but I don't know. This smells. This smells meals. This smells fishy to me. But regardless, uh, this podcast is not called conspiratorial. This podcast is called Singapore Leo's podcast. And thank you for listening, everybody. Uh, so, in and I'm not going to be talking uh, about um, all that conspiracy theory stuff today. Now, another story which came to mind. Uh, recently was the flare-up between North and South Korea. That's another part of the world nearby here, which is very volatile. And, um, I mean, technically, they're still at war, right? They have an armistice in place, and and they could go to war anytime. That is scary. Um, I think in the U.S., Especially the response is going to be of note. I know as I was watching a couple of days ago um, that uh, Vice President Pence was visiting someplace and wasn't wearing a mask. That is not um, that is not following the CDC guidelines. Another good um, example from a world leader, a person of prominence who people look up to for guidance and for leadership. But that is for a separate topic for a separate story. Uh, Here in Singapore, things are easing up. Uh, Thank God. The cases are down, but they're still in the hundreds. Um, They were 600-something today, five, six, same number yesterday. So 
And in Singapore, they have a unique we have a, a unique problem here. The government is finding most of these cases in cramped dormitories where these foreign workers live, who build the bridges and do all the lowly paid jobs. And I mean, Singapore is, is Singapore government is no slouch. I'm sure they are doing their best. They might have screwed up initially, but uh, in the face of a pandemic never before seen in modern day history, I expect no government to come away with an A grade, A plus grade. Um, but it's how rapidly you learn and fix your mistakes is what counts. And I'm, Singapore is Singapore government deserves all the, all the credit and the kudos for handling this crisis in a very diligent manner. Um, and 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 I'm grateful to be um, a part of the, this of living here and to be part of the society which takes human life um, and, and, and welfare so seriously. So my thank you to the Singapore government and of course to all governments who are taking care of their people, I think, and the health workers, I think um, today's in today's world, the true champions, um, the true heroes, people who's, who we should build statues for are the ones who are in healthcare, the first line workers. They have shown tremendous courage in dealing with sick people uh, in the face of an invisible enemy that will inevitably uh, infect some of them and take their lives, uh, that is not a short. That is not a small sacrifice to make. And every day that goes by, this realization makes me more in debt and increases my gratitude towards these folks. They have done a great job, and 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 I hope they uh, this pandemic is over soon. More on that in a bit, and they can go back to their families. Now, the future is not that, um, uh, not that um, rosy, I'm afraid. The future is very dark in terms of um, the vaccine. Now, the only way that we're going to go back to some semblance of normality, uh, some aspects of normality from the previous normal we used to have pre-pandemic, is if we have a vaccine. Now, vaccines usually are safe because they're tested, but those vaccine cultures can definitely kill people. And, and, and so my worry is in the haste of beating this virus, people might screw up on the vaccines. That is my worry. And hopefully that will not happen. Folks, if you enjoyed this podcast today, please do check out our Telegram channel. Um, Just open your Telegram app and search for Singapore Leo Podcast. Alternatively, you can type directly into your browser t.me slash Singapore Leo Podcast. You could also check check us out on Twitter at twitter.com slash Singapore Leo. That's one word, Singapore Leo. Uh, Thank you, folks, for tuning in today. Uh, We'll have more great content for you in the next episode. Stay safe wherever you are. This is Singapore Leo. I wish you all the best.